here we are. Welcome to Acoustic God. This is episode one. I'm your host, Michael Turner. And on this episode, we will be contemplating. It will be a contemplation episode. What we're contemplating is inspiration. Where does inspiration come from? So first, let's say, what is inspiration? Inspiration is when we are inspired, when we are driven to do something. But we know it's more than that. When you see a beautiful little garden shed in a magazine, ooh, I can do that, ooh, we can do that, that inspires you. It inspires you to create something similar to that. When you hear a musician and they hit that notes, the rhythm, that beat, something that you familiarize with, it inspires you to want to play like that, play along with that. What is that? There's a key element to inspiration and that is, it's not jealousy. There's no jealousy involved. It's a more of an enthusiasm, excitement. So what is this inspiration? Now that we know that it comes in terms of outward expression or outward um, creation, what is that feeling that we have within us that provides that inspiration? What is that? Do I know? I think that's the issue. If I think I know, then I'm not speaking from that state of inspiration. Because inspiration is that which you did not know of beforehand. It's that feeling of, oh, wow, that's possible. Ooh, I can do that. Ooh, let's try that. It's something that wasn't there before, a feeling that wasn't there before, and it is always new. Otherwise, it wouldn't have that drive. It would be an old memory, but inspiration is from the new. It is something outside of our mind, outside of our present state within how we perceive the world. Something so simple as how someone lays out rockery or a walkway can inspire another person to do the same because they've never seen it done in such a way. Inspiration can also be competitive. When someone is, is good at a talent that is something that you yourself practice, it may inspire you to practice more. It may inspire, drive you to perform to more of a, a precision, more of a exact expression. So now that we know that inspiration is 
something outside of our present mind. Can inspiration be only from the external or can it be internal? Can it be actually not triggered from the external reality, our external experience, or can inspiration be from within? And I think that's a good question because one would say, of course, of course it can be within. But how, if, if that's the case, why are we not continually acting in that space of inspiration? Like in, imagine every day you have that drive of inspiration. Every day it just excites you to want to create, want to make that happen. Every moment. That would be invigorating. That would be an energy within you that would be like a like a bowl. It would just go straight forward. And so if we say, well, to be honest, no, I'm typically not living like that. I'm typically not living from that driven state of inspiration. So when is that inspiration from within provided? When are those times that inspiration, regardless of external situations, when is that there? Many people agree. It's when we get silent. It's when we get quiet. It's when we slow down. We can be inspired by nature. We can be inspired by the way that water runs down a hillside. So what is the essence of nature that then inspires us? So now that we know, okay, well, if we slow down and observe nature, that may be a source of inspiration. Yet that's still in the external. So the essence of that nature is the same essence within us. So we may find sources of inspiration within us by recognizing the essence of nature within ourselves as well. So if we start to simulate and find a similarity between ourselves in a quiet, peaceful state without the stimulation of the external, who is that? What is that? Who are we deep within? And what is that on the outside? There is a unifying factor between that. The essence within and the essence without. And that essence is the source of inspiration.
Each one of us has a unique expression of the essence of inspiration. Each person, and even animal, because I would, I would imagine that the instinctual behavior of animals are also similar to inspiration. But going back to the individual, each person, each individual person, if you spark inspiration in them, their true essence will shine forth. It is a beacon, it is a remembrance. Ah, that is what I want to do. There is a feeling, and we know it, there's different le levels of inspiration, or I'm so inspired to do something, there's different levels. There's some that are, ooh, I'll think about that. Ooh, let me give that a try. Ooh, let me, let me work on that. And there's other levels of inspiration or, wow, this is it. Like, this is what I'm gonna do with my life. Ooh, this is, this is it. This is what we're doing. And that, and that feeling is, is a remembrance. It's a confidence. It's a, it's a knowing. I know, you know, that knowing, you know that feeling, you know this is it, you know you're, you're, you're gonna play that type of song. Ooh, you know, and it's, it's interesting because it's not, sometimes it's not as very reflective. You're not even thinking about that essence of it, but you're just driven to, to do whatever you are inspired to do because it's your natural expression. So if each individual has a natural expression of this inspiration, I have a theory and belief that if a musician, say a singer or, or a band, I say a singer-songwriter to make it easy, say he's playing a song and he's singing from that essence of his inspiration when he was, he was inspired to write this song about a love. And an artist, a painter, hears this song. Oh, I love this song. It inspires them to paint a painting. That painting is hung on the wall of an art studio, or I say a um, art museum. And a writer sees this painting and is wondered by it and then goes and writes the most poetically charming masterpiece they've ever done and that masterpiece is read by a mathematician who feels the spark within that who feels the inspiration within that and it drives them to create or solve a large mathematical uh, challenge or problem or 
equation that has never been solved before because they felt that the spark of inspiration. So my theory and my belief is that that essence of inspiration is actually a universal essence. And that at the at the essence, at the at the deepest, 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 deepest level of it is the universal all-encompassing truth of all. It is the it is the spark of creation of all manifestation and the spark of consciousness. And it's in fact the same thing. Simultaneously creating itself. And one can easily say this is interpreted as the self. or interpreted as God or is interpreted as the Holy Spirit or in my interpretation as Christ the essence, the logos of all things And and actually, if you think about it, ecstasy was a term and is associated with rapture. And when you're in that state of rapture, imagine if you naturally express like a divine note of divinity. and you become an instrument of God. And when you're tuned, aligned and tuned to that essence, then you can be played and harmonized with other expressions of inspiration, other notes of God. And if you feel that inspiration in hearing this, then I think it puts more weight into the potential of truth behind this. So it goes into, well, wow, I want to be an instrument of God. I want to be an expression of the pure self. I want to be a a note, you know. I want to be a part of the divine orchestra of divinity. Well, we must listen 
to the inspiration. How do you listen to the inspiration? How do you how do you hear it? We need to become subtle. We need to listen for it. See it. Look for it. Knock and the door will be open to you. So, many times there are people who are radiating that inspiration. They become almost like a generator of warmth that people want to gather around. Do you know why? Because they are holding within themselves like a divine fire. That inspiration is within them and burning and you can feel the warmth from them. You want to be around them because there's a familiar sound to their voice. There's a familiar tone in which they speak. There's a familiar dynamic in which they walk. There's a familiar smell in which you smell. There's a familiar feeling. And what is that? That's because they are cultivating the essence of inspiration which you familiarize with because it is the essence of the self, which is the essence of God, which is the essence of all things. And the, the misconception is they have it. Only they have it. I don't have it. But that's what you recognize. So if you recognize it in another individual, that's because you yourself are a part of it. And then if you feel that little light of yours, if you start to feel that little spark within you, you can start to bring attention to it, get to know it. Let that spark within you warm your body, warm your life, and you will see others recognize that and want to be around it. same thing that you wanted to be around with others. 
and you now become that. And then not be the one to say, I have it, you need it for me. Come to me to receive that divine warmth that radiates from my body, for you are cold. You are cold individuals. If you need warmth, come to me and I shall warm thee. Don't do that, but help them feel the light, the inspiration, the spark within themselves. and spread outward from there. So that's my contemplation. Contemplation on inspiration. Many times in these contemplations, I'm merely talking to myself with, insp with inspiration and words that I have not thought of before. It's kind of like talking it out, just talking it out. Many times they're directed just at me. So if I sound preachy, I'm actually preaching to myself. So don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm the one first in line. I'm the one first in the first row listening to that preacher and I'm the preacher. But if you like it, if you're sitting in the back and you say, hey, I kinda like that, well, stay tuned because more episodes are coming soon. Thank you. And God's blessings. <laughs>